Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. <laughs> and we're the, the Ghouls, Ghouls Next, Next Door. Door. Yeah. I don't know why I started laughing, but that's for you. We're already, Internet it's already people. funny. We haven't even said words to you guys yet. Yeah, our own, our own names are funny now. Yeah. <laughs> Starting the new year strong. It was the anxiety leading up to the fact that I knew I'd, I had to do it. <laughs> So how do we podcast? Yeah. When did we when did we make one of those? Twenty twenty, I guess. Yeah. We're here. Yep. And then Welcome. We're here and we're in the future where mm-hmm. everything's bright and beautiful and there's endless possibilities. And none of it's real. And you can be whatever you want. Like but, not just like But is it real though? As motivation of like go out and do stuff. Like no, like you can put yourself somewhere and live Lives that aren't yours. Yeah, so it's not real, though, right? Am I following the theme? Is it not real? Of the episode? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Virtual reality? Yeah. We are talking about reality of the virtual nature. Dope. (laughs) Um, Which is also, like, well, I think we'll touch on a little bit of um, AR and XR as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll educate you guys on what that is. But it's a new technology that we have going on. Mm -hmm. And people are pretty excited about. It's super fun. Get one of those headsets on it. It also can be a little jarring. Yeah. But there's some cool things going on with it, but also some really terrifying things going on with it. Yeah. So it's going to be a time. But we're here for it because it's 2020. Yeah. It's that kind of time. Yeah. So it's even if you don't want to be here, you're here now. So (laughs) everything's on fire, but we're here. It's fine. Yeah. But we can just go into the virtual reality headset when we dis- where it's not burning. Yeah, when we destroy the whole world, <laughs> we just put a new one on our head. Yeah. And pretend that one's cool. Sounds perfect. Dope. Yeah, now we're talking about virtual reality. In case you didn't know, <laughs> virtual reality is like reality. Is but, this real life? But virtual now. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not. It's virtual life. Um, and, it, and it's interesting because like in its current form, it's still pretty just like audiovisual. Yeah. Um, and not so much based in like kind of like the sensational versions of it where we see like you can feel what's there, like all that kind of stuff. I feel like I would argue... If you're playing a game where you're killing things, you don't want to feel nothing. Yeah. So that's I'm fine weird. with the art audio visual. Like, let's just pretend this is still a game. Yeah. Time. Degree of separation. Yes. Degree of separation that keeps us sane. Because um, otherwise it's all just sex. And then we're... <laughs> oh, you know. Which we will talk about. Virtual reality. There's... You know that there are, like, weird sex rooms now. It's just like, that's what is going to happen. Re- no, I'm pretty sure they already exist. Oh, yeah. No, they do. <laughs> in, like, games in general, they already no. exist. Especially ones where you, like, are online. No. Like... There's 100% like yeah. virtual relationships. Like Second Life. Second um, Life, you can get married and buy a house. Yeah. Or you could. It's now a wasteland. Yeah. But you could have. Yeah. I played for a little bit just to see what it was, but I was like a little bit too young. I was afraid. Yeah, I wasn't allowed. Yeah. I was not monitored, so. <laughs> <laughs> My internet self reigned supreme and un... What's the word? 
I don't, unmonitored? You said that already? Or just like unyielded. I could yeah. do whatever I wanted. That makes sense. Um, yes. Uh, but yeah, virtual reality in its like current form is like primarily audiovisual. It's used kind of like as a tool to enhance an experience, kind of like be more immersive, see us like be more in it. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically like in ways to like educate people has been like the biggest thing that they've really been pushing VR in like an education setting. Yeah. Um, like for virtual field trips, virtual... Uh, language immersion like online classes so that you can feel like you're more present and like you're actually like doing it you're not just having facebook open <laughs> on the side while you listen to a lecture that you're not listening to yeah um, stuff like you that like credits it kind of like helps the immersiveness of it and, yeah you know helps people feel like they're actually more in it than they are because like there is that degree of separation when you're doing something educational on the computer where if you lose focus, there's lots of other things to distract you on oh, the internet. Yeah. So the idea is like, it's trying to make you more present and more there. Yeah. But specifically in terms of like the medical field, like you can do virtual reality to practice surgery, practice yeah, medical it, like, things. Um, if you're in the army or the place with the guns, you can military. be army, mil military. That's the word. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. Yeah. Gabe from the ghouls next door. <laughs> Got military. It. Got it in one. If you are in the military, you can use that as like ways to hone your accuracy, stuff like yeah. that. Um, like there's lots of different ways is to use virtual reality to help people. Yeah. Um, I will say in terms of education, we already are in like a technology wasteland in a lot of areas of the world. Yeah. So, like, adding virtual reality is just, like, another way people who are in disenfranchised communities will mm -hmm. be further behind. Um, yeah. People don't even have, like, enough desks. Yeah. Or books that aren't from this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or a library. Or just, like, enough teachers. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. I will know, say... It's not the end-all, be-all, but it's yeah. cool. There are places that are... are, are trying to benefit communities in that way specifically like libraries have some programs and mm -hmm. certain schools have programs where kids can learn things like that yeah and so that it can be more accessible because there is like you're you're correct is that there this can advance us which means that like there's going to cause a bigger gap mm -hmm. from those who are now just restricted to books from 1996 yeah or don't have internet at home like it's yeah. like yeah it's and like really neutrality real. is going around you know mm -hmm. yeah i will say um so i work in television <laughs> so yeah. uh and vr and well arxr all of it uh which i will explain the differences of uh i have kind of been diving into that a lot over the last few years mm -hmm. in that it is like this emerging media that can be very beneficial and i was i've been to many uh, <laughs> many workshops and different meetings and things where I've had AR, VR, XR explained to me a million times. Uh, and also, like, I have always seen it be run by, like, the medical world mm -hmm. um, or an education, like, from an educational viewpoint where, you know, they're looking at, like, cells and they're able to identify, like, cancerous ones just, like, through that so that when they do see it on, like, a scan or something, they're easier to find it. Mm -hmm. And even, like, video games, which we didn't talk about last week, is that there are certain video games that are, like, puzzles that have helped us kind of, like, figure out the, like the code essentially of certain diseases because it 
makes your brain look at a problem in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like trying to solve this puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, we figured out what AIDS is, <laughs> like yeah. how it works. And now we can further deconstruct that to figure out how to like beat that, which, uh, by the way, Temple, my alum, is doing. Yeah. And has already made great waves doing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really cool. Like in terms of like, I'd say higher education, yeah. it's a really great thing that's happening and i mean it's also being used in a variety of different places so it's being used for stem it's being used i know that uh when i was younger i didn't want to dissect the animals Mm -hmm. uh, but specifically the pigs yeah they brought in pigs and i was like absolutely no um but they let me do it virtually not no. with VR, like yeah. on the computer, but mm. I imagine now yeah. um, that you could dissect <laughs> things instead of having to use real animals, you could just do it virtually. And that, that would wonderful. be really cool. Yeah. Um, but like, there's a lot of ways that like this could really benefit us. Um, specifically, there was actually a study done that was like ways to help people deal with their phobias. Um, so like a way to decrease fear mm-hmm. over like something that is happening in the real world through the virtual world. Specifically, uh, at Oxford University, there was a randomized controlled trial led by Oxford uh, that found therapy delivered through virtual reality helped people who had fear of heights. So mm-hmm. basically, 34 out of the 49 people who used the VR treatment started like to get over their fear because it was basically like you were in a 10-story building, you went up each level, you practiced walking over things mm-hmm. and seeing... Yeah. what's underneath of you and like just kind of like exposure therapy but yeah. not through with without any real danger yeah like you're very very safe and you know that and yeah. so like there's a comfort that comes with that that allows you to like kind of breathe a little <laughs> I yeah. guess like to allow yourself to like be like okay let's do this it's yeah. just like video like horror movies yeah and I mean there's a really big spike in uh survival horror VR that like that's something that people find really exciting and is like people want to do because it's taking the ways that like movies reach you and like taking it that extra step. Mm -hmm. So like you still do have a degree of separation, but it's significantly less than all the other versions that exist. Yeah. So like you don't have a controller taking you out. Yeah. You don't have a like screen that's in your living room and you're seeing your cat walk by. Yeah. While the zombies are attacking you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it feels like you hear the things as if they are real, but you also know that none of it is. Yeah. That and at that any none point of it you can, can take you. it off. Yes. Yeah. So like, I know specifically when my brother visited me, uh, this past summer, we went to Dave and Buster's and mm-hmm. there was the Jurassic Park. Yeah. Virtual reality. And that thing is scary. Yeah. In Super that fun. you turn your head and there is a giant, t-rex <laughs> roaring at you and like you also like dive off into water like it was very yeah. scary but yeah. very cool because it's like oh i take it off and i'm back at dave and buster's that was nice no <laughs> yeah. real fear actually existing but it was like really fun like you got like a really great adrenaline yeah. rush you were not isla newbar yeah and there's also ways like it benefits people with like dyslexia people with like learning disabilities it helps them like see things in a different way but also Mm -hmm. like helps people who like have trouble focusing kind of reach that like more i am present i am here yeah kind of thing i think something that's real i think people don't even consider with like xr is that there is also this chance of promoting empathy Mm 
uh-huh. because you're literally being put into someone's shoes. Like it, it's not like perfected, right? Yeah. But there are several like actual like 360 videos that you can experience in VR where it's like an abuse situation or like an emergency situation and you're put in there where you're like, oh, okay. Like I understand like what this feels like because I am being subjected to the same thing. And it makes people more empathetic when they're like they encounter someone who's been in that in real life. Yeah. And like, I actually did a, uh, I've done a CPR course several times. Yeah. <laughs> Very versed in CPR. But I actually took one somewhat recently that was VR, yeah. where they put a thing over you or like, it was like, very, it's like Google Cardboard kind of yeah. VR. But it was like, you know, a little thing that they put on, you could hear. And it was like you were in a situation where someone, someone falls. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And you have to go and do the, you know, call 911. I need, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's kind of different than when you're in a class full of people and you just have the dummy there and you're like, stay in the left, stay in the left. Uh, you know, but instead yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, and then Dwight this turns person around and he cut the mannequin's face off. It's... What? You know what? It's office. You're welcome. You know I don't watch that. I know. Uh, but it, it was an interesting experience and that I was like really put into that position. And it yeah. makes you think like if that really happens in real life, I feel like I am a little more prepared because I had to see it like that, even though it was virtual and it wasn't like they didn't look like people entirely, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, more so than when I was in the class and it was just this dummy because it was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. But I feel like now if I was in that position, I'm already kind of like that level of like the shock is gone. Well, yeah, because there's like the bystander effect. So like yeah. essentially, I think having the virtual bystanders around you that yeah. are actually acting as if this is real yeah. adds to it a good yeah. amount. It's like it's they're like, not doing nothing. <laughs> I got to do something. Kyle from accounting is laughing as you, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Kyle you have to take... I don't work in accounting, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, um, so everyone knows what VR is. That's virtual reality. Yes. There's also AR, which is augmented reality, which is where you have um, virtual things um, over real things. So like superimposed over it as if it is in your real space. The best example of this is Pokemon Go. If you play yes. Pokemon Go okay. and you put on the filter where it doesn't have just the, like when you put it into the world. I think it's called XR. I think so. When you or, click the button. Yeah, AR. And you click or it AR, and you sorry. like scroll it over. And now Pikachu is like on your desk at work. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or, or like you're walking and you see, you know, a Squirtle. Right. Yeah. So that's what, AR is. So that's augmented reality. And that's what we see in playtest in Black Mirror, which we'll yeah. talk about, right? Uh, is this kind of like it's supplanted over, over what we're doing. Stuff. But you're using like some kind of device to see it, which is really cool if like um, what I think is really interesting is the way that you can interact with it without like using a tool the way that like VR helmets need it, uh-huh. right? Uh, whereas like people have done like they'll like study like biology, they'll have like a body in front of them, even though they don't. So they could be homesick and not in class, but they have the body in front of them and they can like move things and check out things and be like, oh, I see this is the the lungs or whatever, yeah. you know, um, and you're interacting with this thing using your phone. Right. Yeah. Uh, XR is essentially like X is just a variable for any type of blank reality. Okay. Because there's a multitude of things. Like we have QR codes. Right. So like if you see a little code and now they're even better because now phones can respond to just images. Like, we don't even need those weird codes anymore. You could just say, when you see, like, program the phone to say, like, when you see this picture of Chucky doll, 
right? You now do this thing. And now maybe like there's a, you know, AR version of Chucky running around (laughs) based off of that one picture that he saw, or it looks like he comes out or something. Right. So it's just like, there's an infinite reason, like ways that we can use like our new kind of like virtual-ish reality (laughs) in what we're doing. Um, But I think like the, the empathy thing is really interesting in that, we are kind of put in there and we had like we talked about last week was like with video games right we're using it to put ourselves into the shoes yeah of these people that i wouldn't even say we aspire to be it's just an escape yeah it's just something different it's like it's either filling a need or it's just like it's just i don't know what it would be like to be a cleric yeah (laughs) yeah you know or a robot yeah, like this is what I feel most powerful doing yeah. and and just putting myself into. And if you have something like VR, you can only further do that, which can be very beneficial for people who might have, you know, like problems with their own identity, right? Yeah. Like there might be ways in which their life uh, does not allow them to be true to themselves, right? Like how many people do we know play like a different gender, right? Yeah. Or play something that doesn't have a gender because they're like, screw that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like before we were like, you know, making strides in gender, <laughs> like against gender norms, right? Yeah. I And I think there, there's some breaking in that. And there's also this like, so like escapism is a lot stronger with virtual reality. Definitely. Because you really, really can kind of lose yourself in it. Like to the point where like you ever put someone in there and then like, uh, so we had a, we have a VR helmet at Philly Cam. Yeah. And my boss was wearing it and it was just like this aquarium. So we're looking on the screen at what she's looking at. Yeah. Which is also kind of fun, right? And she like turned and there was like this this like fish that swam by really fast next yeah. to her and you just see her like oh <laughs> she like jumped back and it was really funny for us but it's like that was real for a minute you know yeah. like our brain has to kind of like juggle two thoughts right yeah like this is fake and also like whoa this is really but real. it's there though <laughs> yeah but also my body is going to react you know yeah <laughs> the way it should and i think you know uh we didn't get to talk about this last week but uh second life yeah. came about during the iraq war yeah. And that was like a big deal because it really was escapism. It, it's literally your second life, right? Yeah. People can use the game money and they put a lot of their real money into it yeah. to buy houses. There were people in there who were walking around in the identities that they felt comfortable with, finding love, yeah. building entire lives. To the point where some of it has been toxic. There was like articles in which like there was one article I read in, I don't I want to say it was Korea, but I'm not entirely sure, uh, where there was, like, a couple that neglected their child because they had their own life in, like, a Second Life-type game where they had a digital girl that they were taking care of. Oh, But dang. that's just, like, that person was already, they were already sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, clearly they probably shouldn't have had that baby. Yeah. Uh, but there is this, like, there was this opportunity Right. To to get away from this reality that was so scary. Uh And it's kind of like the economy there is kind of like Bitcoin and (laughs) like where people like jumped into it because they were like, oh, my gosh, what can you like? There were two billionaires because of it. Now we got to do this. Right. Yeah. And now if you went on to Second Life, it is like a wasteland. Yeah. It was also a way for like brands to kind of like circumvent and try to get in there. And they would make these big parks or areas that were used as like advertisements Uh for like political parties, um, for just like brands like Mountain Dew or something. Like you could go to a place that was super fun and you're partying and it was just like Doritos everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) I I played a few times and I remember like having 
I wasn't able to give real money to it because I was like 16. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I remember like loving like shopping experience and getting like free stuff. That was so fun. And yeah. like going to like places and learning how to dance. Like there was a place where you could like learn to dance. Like that was the activity that you did. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. So nice. And I hated talking to real people. So like talking to fake people was like. This is cool. Yeah, but you but can like, also talk to real people, too. Yeah, but, like, the negative end is, like, if you lose anything in that yeah. and you're using it as a level of escapism, it's, like, your loss is doubled, essentially. Because yeah. you're losing like now, the virtual thing, but then you're also having to return to, like, the reality that is the real world. Yeah. And if that already wasn't a great time and now you've lost, like, your main point of escapism and happiness. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Sadness all around. Yeah. And there was a lot of fear around, especially with like something like Second Life of like depression. And it's actually been founded that that's not entirely true, that people didn't have higher depression from playing video games. Oh, well, yeah. No, not from video games specifically. I think like if you put a lot of pressure into it in the extreme Mm -hmm. form. Yeah. Yeah. But I've heard like uh, there's like all these like, um, urban legends i'd say of like someone who lost all their money on second life and then they killed themselves or someone who played D D too much and their character of like seven years and level 300 wizard died because of the dragon and then they went and like killed themselves like it's always something like that or like yeah. they you know killed everybody else <laughs> or oh, something no. ridiculous um which i mean might happen but we don't know yeah. I need a but, case study. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's just the thing is, like, it is kind of like these, like, urban legends of, like, if you get too deep into the game, mm-hmm. like, you won't know what reality is and you'll be too far in to get out. And it's like, I mean, that's anything that's addictive, right? But yeah. even still, I'd say that video games aren't, they don't activate the same receptors in certain ways. Like, yeah. the, the ones that, like, if you're playing Skyrim... <laughs> versus, like, if you're playing Candy Crush, which would, yeah. in fact, do that. Um, yeah. It hits you different, for sure. Yeah. You're definitely, like, uh... I think if I was in VR, I would definitely get way too into VR. <laughs> well, you can't... And that's the thing about VR, too, is that because it's, like, so... It's still a little off, mm-hmm. that our brain does get a little sick if we're in it too long. Yeah. And, like, 360 has too many rules. Like, if you try... I've I've made 360 films. There's a lot of rules and it's a whole different way of storytelling. That's Mm. very interesting because it's like you have to like have the camera at the height of a person or they're going to get really weirded out and like they won't be able to like stand it if they're too tall or too small. Like it's kind of scary, like (laughs) you know, or if you try to move the camera when people are supposed to be doing the movements, right? Like it totally like jars people because it's like, conflicting with the way that our brain is working yeah and that's another thing that's really interesting with vr and why it's cool in regards to horror is thinking about vr video games in that uh horror video games in vr have this like unique way where it's molded to the interaction of the player Mm -hmm. in a way more unique way like now it it there could be, like, a monster that comes out of, like, uh, a ceiling vent or something, but it won't unless you look over there. Yeah. You know? So it's just, like, it now, like, our stories are even more, like, like, now we have, like, you know, if you make choices, 
this will change the outcome of the ending. It's like, yeah. not really. Like, only a little bit. Like, yeah. you get a different line of dialogue at the end. Yeah. Right? But now it's, like, really. Like, you could completely avoid <laughs> something if you just happen to not look over there, you know? Yeah. And it is, like, this... The, it is a little more jarring in that you really are in there. And VR horror is a step over, like, video games, which is already a step over movies. Yeah. And that, like, with movies, like you said, it's on a screen, right? And it's in the in our world. So we can just look away. Yeah. <laughs> you could just, like, close your eyes and look away. And you remember, oh, I'm in the living room. There's my cat. Right? Yeah. And with video games, it's like you have the controller. You control it. You can hit pause. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. With the VR, it's, like, on your head now. Yeah. And even still, like, sometimes, like, there's ones that, like, are really tight. Yeah. <laughs> and you need help to get them off. So you're already kind of, like, restricted. So you're really, like, in it. And it kind of yeah. takes away a little bit of, like, your free will in that regard, which makes it even more realistic. Yeah. Which heightens the fear, which I think is why people really, really rave about it. But it's also yeah. kind of scary. In the way that we're also, it's like you have the headset on, so it's like you, f like the set visual and sound, and like you can build suspense in a really real way. Yeah. Or like you can hear footsteps approaching. Yeah. But it's like, it's not like it's just in your house. It's like it is in your ear. Yeah. Someone is whispering literally yeah. into your ear. Yes. It just makes it a lot yeah. more intense. And it's like the 360 sound, too, right? Like yeah. If something is supposed to sound like it's behind you, it's behind you as opposed to just like being like, in your TV, yeah, we're just like, no, exactly. okay, I think that's coming from behind me. But it's really like you turn around. Yeah. <laughs> that's your instinct. It's pretty rad. Yeah. And I think it could do some cool things, but it's also pretty scary. some things about virtual reality that's what we're talking about video game type she things. didn't know yes and actually both of the things that we're going to talk about today are from black mirror yeah now we i don't think we've actually honestly talked about black mirror i will say not that, to any real extent yeah black mirror will probably come up a few times during the first half of this like our series because yeah. We are talking about, like, future and technology and things that are scary. But, like, in a modern sense. Yeah. For the most part. And I will say <laughs> there are some winners or some fun things in Black Mirror. But the thing about Black Mirror really is, like, it's all surface level. Like, you yeah. can't really think too hard. You just have to be like, oh, what a weird thing. What if you're... What if, though? <laughs> what if your microwave could kill you? It's scary, isn't it? That was super rude. <laughs> Sorry, British people who make Black Mirror. Uh, but that's pretty much what it is, right? Yeah. And so... Well, it's like Twilight zone but... Tech. But tech. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what if your iPhone was evil? Uh, and that's... But I think there are, like, little nuggets that could be, could be done better, right? But yeah. we can take them out and be like, this is what it's trying to say. Like, yeah. this is... It, it, it was intended, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I've... Are, I've liked a lot of the Black Mirror things. Yeah. Before. There's been, like, a few that I was like, eh. But I still was like, I'm happy I did it. Yeah. You know? I think it's a it's it's a fun experience to just be a passive viewer on. Yeah. But we're going to put our media analysis Oh, yeah, media glasses. analysis glasses. So. <laughs> Sometimes take the fun out of it, but most of the time just make us sound smarts. So. Yes. So we watched 
Uh, from the new season, newest season, this is 2020, so that's yeah. when it's new. Uh, we watched Striking Vipers. Yes. Which is directed by Owen Harris. Which, and uh, it is, it's not the same for every episode, so like they have different directors. Yes. Same writer all the time, but different directors. Yeah, it's the creator, Charlie Booker, who kind of like comes up with a lot of these ideas, but it does change with directors, similar to how um, Twilight Zone works yeah. these days. So, uh, Striking Vipers is two estranged college friends reunite in later life, triggering a series of events that could alter their lives forever, which is such a really basic way of saying what happens yeah it's real vague yeah they don't in any way say how <laughs> or what occurs yeah. yeah uh wow it really isn't <laughs> it really isn't saying anything is it so what we have is um we have what is this i'm gonna get my nerd card revoked if i say it wrong um <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's falcon Yes, Falcon. Mr. Anthony Mackey. Yeah. He is a, a teen, or not a teen, a young adult in yeah. a club. He talks to this lady. He's like, I can guess your drink order, which is very specific. And she's like, what? And it's like, oh, it turns out they're dating. Oh, that was cute. Yeah. And his best friend shows up. Uh, and they... Well, because he lives in the same house as them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, who is played by Yai... Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. Um he his name is Carl in it. And Anthony Mackie is Danny. Yeah. And the wife is Theo. So they all live together and they have bonded over playing this this um video game. Yeah, specifically Danny and uh You just I just said it and I totally forgot again. <laughs> the two guys. Yeah, Carl. As Carl I said, Kyle. and Danny play Striking Vipers, but like as you would expect, like, Mortal Kombat to look like mm -hmm. on, like, your PlayStation. Yeah. It's so like, it's, like, ready. it's normal. Fight. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, like, playing, and it's, like, but here's the thing. Uh, Carl always plays uh, this female character. Yes. And Danny always plays this karate boy. Lance. Yes. I remember his name for some reason. That's very interesting that you remember his name, but nobody else's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like how my brain works. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, they, so he always plays Lance, who's an Asian man. Yes. And then she, he plays uh, the other character, which is not showing up on IMDb. Roxette? No. Oh, yeah. Rock Roxette. Roxette, who is played by Palm Clementif from, uh, she's Mantis. From Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Yes. So she's Mantis. And so they play, and that's kind of interesting. Like, and that, I mean... That's kind of like a norm. There's many like men who play female characters yeah, video in video games. games. Uh -huh. um, sometimes they just got better stuff. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> and also, it's like kind of fun, right? Yeah. Like I, I love to play different characters uh, in any kind of role playing or things that I do. Right? Yeah. Uh, so these two play that, and then they grow up, and now um, <laughs> <laughs> like and like they get older. Yeah. Get married. They're adults. Kids. Yeah. So Anthony Mackie is married to his wife, Theo, and they have a kid, and he's just living a regular dad lifestyle. He's at a cookout. Yeah. Carl shows up, and he, they just kind of like, eh, you know, old friends. Yeah. Like, they haven't, like, hung out recently, because, like... Life. Carl's, like, a single guy. He really never really single. settled down in that sense. And then, like, uh, Danny married Straight Theo, out of college. and, like... 
really settled down. They have a kid. They're living like domestic-y, you know? Yeah. Uh, then they, uh, Carl gifts uh, Danny for his birthday the new like virtual reality, like intense video game add-on to his already existing system. Yeah. Where they can play Striking Vipers because it's still around. Yeah. And it's like new, and you know we love nostalgia. Yeah. So we are for it, right? And th- what I thought was cool was the technology like puts it on his head, like this little dot on his head, and then yeah. their eyes did the same like gray glass over thing that's from that one episode where you can see the memories and uh-huh. you have a little button and you can like rewind and yeah. see it, which was also like a very closed-minded version of what that world could have been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is just, I mean, what are you gonna do, right? Uh, and so then they get, t- like, teleported, essentially, into this game, like, mentally. And now they are the characters. Uh-huh. And in this one, unlike in, um, like, last week when we were talking about uh, sword, sword art. art, you really can feel things. Like, not just because, like, your brain's like, ah, I'm feeling it. And then you're like, no, actually, you're not. It's like, yeah. you really you are. You can feel it. Yes. It is real-ish. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, if you die in the game, you don't die in real life, but... You might as well. Everything, like, feels really real. And um, imagine being in Mortal Kombat, and they're doing, like, those fire kicks. Yeah. And you're, like, feeling that. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> right? So they're doing that, and he's getting his butt whooped. Uh, Danny is. And then there's just this moment where they're tumbling around. It's, like, another Star Wars fantasy moment where you're tumbling around in the flowers. And you're like, yeah. Anakin, stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> except it's these two. And then, s- spoilers, they have sex. Yeah. 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 And as soon as it's, well, they kiss. I don't know if they fully went and. I think at sex. first they kiss and like start. Yeah. And then it's And then and he's then like, disconnect. whoa. Yeah. Wait a minute. And yeah. he's like, nah, dude, it won't happen again. It's totally fine. And then yeah. And then. Totally out Immediately, of like, it's not even like kind of a thought. And yeah. then it's in there, right? Uh, and then it turns into this whole kind of spiraling out thing where. It's essentially like an affair. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely like what addictive in the way that an affair would be. Like, it's other. Yeah. It's not. So I feel like people like generally don't think of an affair as something that's like real because it's separate. Like, you know, they have their life and then it's separate. Yeah. So it, it's taking the whole video game separation thing where it's yeah. like, this is a separate thing. It's yeah. not affecting the real thing it's totally fine it's not the yeah. case and then it's, of course it does and then uh-huh. it's like it's not happening and then we get this like kind of weird ending but what i really think about this is that they really really missed a chance to like be something here mm-hmm. there was an opportunity and they looked at it in the face and then we're like nah and in in that they have these two incredibly masculine like Black men, yeah, specifically, right? Because there is, you know, on, unfortunately, a lot of homophobia that happens in that community, right? Yeah. So we have these, which already and cause a lot of backlash because of this this episode, where people were like, "What? You can't do that to Falcon? Like, what do you like? Yeah. He's the new Captain America. What are you doing, right?" Uh, and we have uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen like <laughs> Endgame, uh, but. It's been out for a long time. Anyway, they really miss this opportunity because we have these two men who are black, who are acting out these, like, suppressed sexual feelings for one another, Mm -hmm. right? And instead of letting it mean something, we have them, like, completely disregard that in the fact that they are unable to come to terms with that in reality. 
Yeah. Because when they come to reality, it's like, what well, ain't go- gay, though? But it's yeah. cool because it ain't gay. Like, they're, they're, it's essentially the no homo clause. Yeah. Right? Like, they're literally having sex. Like, I don't care if that's a video game. Like, they're literally having sex. And then being in real life and being like, but it's not real, so we're not really gay. Yeah. Or, like, even on a spectrum. <laughs> like, you can yeah. be attracted to them. And so then they do this really terrible, like moment where they're like they do a kiss to see if there's real passion and then there isn't and then they end up this fighting which is definitely repressed sexual energy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know it's like they just cannot do it in that reality right and then they end up like arrested and it's like a whole time and then we have this weird ending that really didn't seem like it fixed anything yeah and it and I read a lot of articles from um, the creator who was like, we wanted to do something here, and then like this is kind of what we settled for as an ending. Like there is a cost. Yeah. But it really didn't feel like they <laughs> thought really hard enough about it. Yeah. There's also like, th- there's also something to be said about the fact that Carl does play a woman because mm-hmm. there are moments when he does try to explain like how exciting it is to play her yeah and how it's different like how he's played like he's had sex with other characters in the game and he's also been other characters in the game and it just isn't right it's not her like this is his other identity and he's not really talking about it and there's like this article that i found from polygon where it says black mirror striking vipers review queer gender issues Uh um and it says, in one scene, Carl comments that occupying a female avatar within the world of the titular VR-enhanced video game feels more profound to him than his entire life's experience as a man, but it never comes up again. Yeah. It's like they have this really intimate moment where he talks about how, like, the orgasm as being as a woman is, like, phenomenal, right? Yeah. And then that takes a backseat to to Danny wanting to be a dad, you know, yeah. which I get, right? Yeah. But I think, like, I was expecting them in real life to connect and then it to be, like, that show that we watched, Frank and Frank, uh, what's... I know you're talking about. Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. And how, like, their husbands had repressed their life for each other forever. This, again, first episode, or you could just read about it. Yeah. Uh, and then they end up going and get married and now these women are, like, on their own. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be now. You know, before the second kid, yeah. uh, that you decide that than this. And I think there's going to be more trouble based on the ending that they had, in which Theo says once a year you can have your little affair on the video game, but yeah. I get to have an affair in real life. Yeah. And I think it's like her being like, I want you to understand that that is still real. Yeah. You know, like you might be saying like it's nothing, but it is affecting your real life. You are, you, I just got you out of jail. Yeah. My kid is in the backseat. Yeah. I'm pregnant. It's all get out. Yeah. <laughs> Picked you up. This is very real. And you're going to have to come to terms with it. And what we pick up at in this ending is uh, the first time they're doing this. Right? It's yeah. only a year later. So we haven't even seen the repercussions of that. Yeah. And I just really think if they picked one of the themes, right, of like suppressed like uh, sexual emotions uh-huh. or gender identity and they ran with that. I think they would have been able to accomplish an ending easier. Yeah. And I think because they were just juggling a lot and they didn't really know what they were doing. And they were doing the thing that people tend to do, which is using stories they don't have any right to. Yeah. And then, like, just mucking it all up. Yeah. It was, like, 
It was interesting. It was complicated. They're positives. They're definitely negatives. <laughs> it was definitely stressful. Yeah. Because it's like, I also fell for Theo. Like, I'm sitting there like... Yeah. Ugh. She should have been told the truth in the beginning and should have been like, She loves you. She should have like, been like, <laughs> This is rude. Yeah. And also, you made yeah. a commitment, but all, like, I get you're trying to keep that commitment by like shutting this down, but you're also like making her feel like she's not enough and like messing yeah. with her psyche and like her self-worth because like you love like loved her yesterday you know yeah messes me up well here's the thing about that too right is like what is a better answer to that i sorry that like you are enough i just this video game is super fun and i'm addicted to having sex in it or i actually think that there's something about me that i didn't know before yeah and i need to go do that yeah like yeah that's gonna hurt like I'll get out now. Yeah. But she's going to heal from that. And you might even be able to still be friends. Versus, you love a video game. More than And me, I'm supposed yeah. to just believe that. And that's it. Like, I'm it's supposed not to Carl. Believe, yeah, I'm supposed to believe you're no homo. Like, yeah. that's like if you're, it was like, I'm having an affair with a dude, but no homo. And she's supposed to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah, how that no, works. You have to be honest about that. And it's going to really suck. But it's better that way than you making up this big lie. Yeah. The thing about, like, Black Mirror, that what it makes me think of is American Horror Story. Yeah. In that, with Ryan Murphy, he gets a lot of praise. And, I mean, people know how I feel about American Horror Story. He gets uh-huh. a lot of praise for that series as being, like, revolutionary or, like, you know, going against the grain and making Profound. statements. And being, like, edgy and cool, right? But he really says nothing. He says nothing at all, and if anything, he further perpetuates really damaging stereotypes. Like, his whole Coven series was trash against women, but it was uplifted as, like, a feminist empowering series. And it's, like, if you look at any women in that show, they were awful. They were used by men, every single one of them, and they had no power. And also, their power meant nothing. Like, it was so dumb. And so that's kind of how I feel about Black Mirror, is, like, like, you're getting all this praise where you're like... Oh, you know, like, what about... Yeah, you gotta put those glasses on. And then once you do, yeah. it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. And yeah. I get it, you know. Well, and that's kind of, like, brings us to the, the second one that we watched. Yeah. Playtest. Uh, Playtest was from an earlier season, um, but specifically is about an American traveler short on cash, signs up to test a revolutionary new gaming system, but soon can't tell where the hot game ends and the reality begins. Director uh, Dan... Trachtenberg. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's stressful because, like, I would agree, like, you never really know when, what, what's real. You, like, the character doesn't know what's real. You don't know what's real. It's, like, a whole thing. Um, yeah. Um, one thing, uh, Dan Trachtenberg did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, so he's he's good at doing the like you thought it was this, didn't you? Yeah, he is good at that. Well, it's better. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, he is very good at like tr- do what surface level you think it is, or do what's like deep in your heart. Yeah. Or also, none of this is real. Yeah. Or it's all real. Or what? Are, what are we doing? <laughs> so he's very good yeah. at that. What we have is a. It's a, it's so like uh, on the nose. This one is very on the nose. It's kind of cute in that we have this man who's American and he's traveling the world and he just kind of like doing this like, like fun life. Yeah. He's like, life at home got real, real, real quick. Yeah. And I am not equipped to deal with that Mm -hmm. because essentially, spoilers, his dad got uh, dementia 
and like died. Alzheimer's. Oh, my bad. Different thing. Got Alzheimer's and died. And it was like, he was very scared that like when he got older, mm-hmm. that like he would experience the same thing. Yeah. So he wanted to make all these memories so that like thinking, like you not can, like, knowing that something. he'd like he'd be able to hold on to them, but like at least knowing like he, he did can something. Have them now. Yeah. And also he took care of his dad. Yeah. And now he's traveling the world and his mom keeps calling and he has not answered her because he doesn't know what to say. He doesn't yeah. know how to be with her. Now that they both have this big hole between yeah. them, right? And so he, it turns out that he has been able to travel as much as he can because he has this app which allows him to take odd jobs to then make money, no yeah. matter where he is, which is like a pretty cool app, if I might say. Yeah. It sounds pretty dope. And I and that part of it was really cool to me, and I hate that it was really just kind of like a little bit of a plot device just kind of thrown in there for a minute. Yeah. Like, it's an interesting reveal. Um, it's definitely very Craigslist-y, you're going to die kind of thing. Right? Like, don't but, trust it, though. Yeah. But here's the thing about that, right? Is that it's not Craigslist because it's an app, yeah. right? Like, we don't, we have this, like, again, we talked about this in our internet episode, was, like, we were told not to talk to strangers and not to get into strangers' cars. But now we have an app where we do that. We summon strangers and we get into their cars. Yeah. So when you take it from the internet, like, sketchy Craigslist, whatever, but you put it into an app, now it seems legit. Yeah. Right? So it's like, oh, of course I can put my clothes on Poshmark and nothing's going to happen. I won't get hacked or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just, like, don't think about that. People still meet people off of Craigslist and then they get their babies cut out of them. Like, this is real. <laughs> True crime lady coming out. But he has no concept of that. Also, he's a white man. Right? Yeah. So he also still has no concept of stranger danger in that way either. Yeah, he's privileged as I'll get out. Yeah. And, and so also, like, like, kind of the worst. Everything like, that comes out of his mouth, I'm just like, ugh. The thing about up. that, what I think is funny, is every article I read about Playtest is that they said that he was lovable. That they wrote him to be a lovable guy. And like I was like, just he's just really annoying. Yeah. He's yeah. supposed to be a goofy guy, but he was really annoying. He just said every cliche that ever existed. Yeah. He was like, like oh, what the? I get it. He reminds me of someone I know. <laughs> I'm not going to say names. But, like, I was just like, all right, I get it. You're trying to be cute and funny. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I get how that's much. alluring to people. And he ends up meeting a girl on a Tinder-like website. Mm-hmm. And it happens that after his, like, time with her, he his account gets hacked or something. He loses all his money. So now he has to do it so he can go home. Yeah. And she says, like, call your mom. Yeah. And she's even, like, kind of iffy about this app because she's a woman. And she's like, what? But she that sees, sounds dangerous. Yeah, but she, like, plays video games, and so she sees that the advertisement is for a video game company. Yeah. And she's like, that's pretty cool. Also, they're really secretive, so maybe you can take some pictures or something. Yeah, and, like, get some stuff. And because she writes about video games, yeah. too. So it's kind of like she allows that. Whatever. So he goes to this place, and they uh, immediately make him, like, sign an NDA. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, non-disclosure agreement. Excellent. And, uh... And that he has to turn out, he has to give over all his electronics. Yeah. And he's like, darn. And that's like, how much does that hurt? Like, yeah. as a, anybody, like, my my phone? <laughs> and that's literally his lifeline. I don't know. It's yeah. the only thing I have his left. His lifeline, right? And it's the only thing that's kept him afloat. And then he gives up his phone, and then they play, uh, she shows him an, an AR, like, whack a mole thing. Yeah. And then... Oh, wait, there's a porn piece right before that. Yes. So, she she doesn't have the signature page in there. So, she leaves the room for a second. Oh, yes. And then he gets his phone back, which she has turned off. 
turns it back on, takes the photo and sends it to the what's her face. Yeah, it takes a picture of like the paperwork to see, like to show like what kind of weird. I thought it was thing. the game system itself. It was like that in the paperwork that describes kind of what it was because she was like, "What?" Yeah, I think it was both. So yeah. they got both, uh, and then like she comes back, but he hasn't turned his phone back off. He just he like just put, of it put it back into her yeah. bag. So then, as you were saying, then he does AR thing, and then he uh, they also inserted something in him, which is like a big no. I would have been like, "Sorry, I need money, but not this bad." Yeah, especially if I just did, if I just took the picture, I'd be like, I have to go now. Yeah, like you're messing with my brain. I'm done now, yeah. Um, but he, they stick some in his brain and then he plays that and he sees it and he's like, wow, that's so cool. Um, and then she's like, wow, you did that really well. Can you do this other one that no one else has done? And I was like, that's again another red flag. But yeah. white boy don't get it. Yeah, he <laughs> that's just kind of how that works. concept of fear. Yeah. And then he meets the developer and he feels really important and then they put him under for scary game. And they walk him physically out to a house. And then they're like, in this house, your AR stuff is going to activate. But it's not real. But then things start to hurt him. Yeah. And he sees some. There's some really good scare, like, spoofs. Yeah. And, like, there's spiders. And there's, like, a creepy guy. And then there's, like, twists. Spider that is the creepy guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a lot. But then it, it takes, it starts to take this, like, turn. Yeah. And then... Like, you can see that his mind is turning on him. Uh-huh. And now we really, really don't know what's real anymore. Yeah. Because he's unreliable now. Yeah, he's and now what an we're seeing is narrator. unreliable. Yeah. And then, you know, we're just getting deeper and deeper, and he's calling out, and and then it's like they're tormenting him, and it seems like they're evil, and then the real ones show up, and they're like, oh, no, he's broken. Yeah. And he's losing his memory. Yeah. And he's like, who are you people? Which was so heartbreaking because it's like, Yeah, oh, that was like your biggest fear, dude. His dad. And then it's like, psych, we're not there either. We're over here, and we're, we've gotten him out Inception-like, and he's back in the office with the developer, and now we're going to send you home. And he gets all the way home, and he finally talks to his mom in person, and she's like, where's my son? Why did he go? And she's, he's like, what are you talking about? I'm right here. And it's like, psych, he still isn't there. Turns out the game lasted all of like three seconds. Then his phone rang again with his mom because she's still trying to get in touch with him. If only he had called his mother. This yeah. is a warning for all. This is like the mom made this movie. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he, because of the phone call, it messed with the frequencies, buzzed his brain. He's dead. But... What we're led to believe is that he isn't really dead. He's living those nightmares. Yeah. So, yeah, if only he had called his mom, she wouldn't be calling out that moment. Also, if he had paid attention and, and done what he was told, it wouldn't have been open. Yeah. Maybe he would have made some money. Yeah. Would have been a fun time. Yeah. No big deal. So, moral story is call your mom. Yeah. 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 Cool. So that one was like, that's what that was. I virtual reality. <laughs> uh, there was an article by Vox.com, Black Mirror Season 3 play test recap, and it says, For a show that serves as a warning about our dependence on tech, this is a sly little argument that the greatest threat to yourself isn't the strangers you meet through your phone, but rather your own dishonesty. Yeah. Yeah, because it really was like... The technology really wasn't malicious in any way. There's just Although, him. I will say that the developers were. Because when he came in, he was just like, put him with the others. Yeah. Like, clearly this has happened before. And he was just kind of like, this was not a real person to him. Yeah. Or people don't this matter. This is a tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it takes me in. like it it's second life rules yeah like my second life way better than my real life i want to just be in here in a second life you can own a home that's like every millennial's like what <laughs> what are you doing have you see my credit what are Yo, you talking about I'm let's get this virtual house debt. no Heck one's looking yes. at me they don't even check my credit because it's all new here i didn't even have to go to school i could learn that you could just get to like a tech degree or you can get like practical experience <sighs> Okay, but if you don't like it, it's you should have called your mom, yeah. guy. Like, just call her. Although, that's kind of like the word. You should have talked to her before you left, but I get it. Yeah, but also, that or just like follow rules. Yeah. So how do you feel about virtual reality? I'm like, I'm so for it. Yeah. But I'm also I'm getting older. Yeah. I'm a little scared. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it freaks me out. Yeah. But I think it's cool. And I definitely, like, want to do it. Mm -hmm. But I'm also scared of it. Yeah. Like, I definitely have a lot of apprehension. Also, it's not going to get me over my water fear. So, they can try. The water ones are pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool. Because you can see, like, nice fish. But you can't even do, like, video games. So, it's kind of, like, weird for you. Um, I think just because I just have my first like interaction with VR really has been in it from an educational standpoint yeah. from like a media standpoint of like, yeah. how can we empower our communities? Cause I'm a big nerd about it. That to me, I'm like, yeah, I'll play beat saber. <laughs> like, I don't see this as, you know, being harmful. Also, like, I think like the scary ones are fun. I, I wouldn't play the scary ones. I, I wouldn't play it. Yeah. I think they would be more like, I think the creeping around, I probably could do a little better if it was a VR experience versus when I'm playing it as a video game. Because I think like what you said, because yeah. it would be me playing versus me playing as somebody else. Yeah. You know, and me is good at sneak. Yeah. <laughs> not me, not good sneak. <laughs> <laughs> me would be. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I knocked over the flower pot. It was important. <laughs> yeah. I fall and I don't know how. I forgot the gravity in the game was different than real life. Yeah. <laughs> Why did have these doors open? How did you dislocate your knee, cat? Virtual reality. <laughs> you know I just got really into it. it. Yeah. Forgot it wasn't real. I think it would be. I think it could be really fun. I'm. You still are. I guess new media would be scary in that. I'll never put anything actually in my head. Oh yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. But the thing about. Sword art is that it wasn't in. It was just the headset. It was yeah. just the headset. But which it like, is like had enough power to microwave your brain. Yikes. Yikes and bikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want that. But I again I probably would I still wouldn't get a game as soon as it came out. I always yeah. wait for the kinks to, yeah, get, to worked get worked out. out. Mm -hmm. So like yeah, I do I'm that too, late. just because like one, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I don't remember everyday stuff. So like I don't have enough capacity to like Track something. Yeah. But then also, like... I'm always... Who's going to spend $2,000 like, on something? Like, no. Yeah, and you know it would be. No. Yeah. But, yeah. I think it could... I think overall, overall... Oh, well... Wait, how do you feel about striking vapors? I think if you don't have the glasses on, it's a fun time. 
Yeah. If you do have the glasses on, you see the stuff. Yeah. I agree. I th- I wasn't expecting what it was. Yeah. And that was nice. And then yeah. I was like, but does it? <laughs> and that's just because I'm a brat. But I also, yeah. you really can't look for anything more if you're going to watch Black Mirror. If you're going to watch Black Mirror, you got to know it's just all pretty. Yeah. It's just like, ooh, and that's what it. if, though? Yeah, that's all you can do. You cannot yeah. ask for more. And if you don't, it's really pleasant. The same thing with playtests. I w- the first time I watched it, I totally, like, forgot it. I was like, this isn't even kind of scary. Yeah. It was like, ooh, okay, he's like, Inception, he's dead, he's not dead, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. But that still wasn't as exciting because there was already that one uh, episode with John Hamm where they were in the, like, bunker and then it turned out that he like would go into the guy's brain to try to get him to confess oh, to like yeah. a murder and that was like a really big twist and that was cool because i didn't know i was in virtual reality and that was sick yeah but i knew it wasn't as cool and so and also like because now that's already old technology like ar is unimpressive yeah so yeah i think <laughs> yeah the second time i watched it i i was like oh okay yeah no i mean i definitely feel like the first time I watch anything, I usually don't have any media analysis glasses on, unless we're watching it specifically for the ghouls. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like this new year, new me thing. It's like, I've been like, I've been sick. Yeah. I've been like, meh. Mm-hmm. So, I've been like, I'm just here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really thinking about it. So, like, I'm happy you were here thinking about it. I got you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Too. I love VR stuff. So, yeah. don't get married. Well, eat your kids. Or they won't call you because your husband just died and you're all alone. Or your papa neglects you because he can't come to terms with the fact that he might be gay. Yeah. And in love with his best friend. Yeah. And instead he just neglects you by playing video games. We've all been there. 